Mr. Darren says it's all about timing. And lately, it seems like my timing's always wrong. Like when I am standing at my locker with Keenan right after language arts and he says, So, did you see Teen Supernova? He's talking about a reality show where teens compete to be the next version of this pop star called Avatron. The winner is usually lame, but some of the contestants are pretty great. Nah, I say, cramming my books away and getting out my lunch. I recorded it. I was practicing and then playing Liberation Force. Nice, says Keenan. I meant to get online too, but Sky says we have to watch Supernova live now that it's the semifinals. Well, don't tell me what happens, I say. Then Sky shows up and does her usual thing, huffing and slouching against the locker beside Keenan's like she has no skeleton. That was a travesty, she says in that way she does when she disagrees with something, which is most things. And then, before Keenan or I can even stop her, she goes off. There is no way that Starlina Fox should have been purchase voted off before Cassidy McLean. Whoa, I shout. And I hear Keenan sigh because he knows what I'm about to say and that I'm right. Duh, no spoilers. I just said I didn't watch it yet. Skye narrows her eyes at me like she does, where one eyebrow rises up like a hissing cat, and her mouth falls open in that annoying way where you can see the white gum that she is always chewing. Oh, excuse me, Anthony, she says. It's not my job to keep track of your schedule every second of the day. You could use your brain for once, I say back. And when I say that, I know that Keenan is going to have to say something to defend Skye. The two of them have been dating for like three and a half weeks now, which is pretty much a record for our class. They're one more week away from going to their second dance together, and that's basically as boring as marriage. Pretty soon they'll be just like one of those couples down at Pacific Place with the matching black jackets who walk together all quiet, because what's left to say at that point in your life? The same ones who always get annoyed when we talk during a movie, and it's like, duh, if you want to see a movie in silence, rent it. But anyway... I get that I just insulted Keenan's girl, and so he's obligated to step in. Hey, he says, puffing out his chest. Back off, fat class. Whoa. I can't believe those words just came out of his mouth. Keenan and I have been friends since forever, and he's got all kinds of dirt on me, and anything else would have been fine right then. But bringing up fat class? That's the one thing that should be off limits. I notice a couple of our classmates' heads turning, too. And all of it just makes me snap. Shut up! I shout and slam him into the lockers. And right as Keenan's girly shoulders clang against the blue metal and everybody within ten feet goes, Whoa! Who just so happens to be walking by? Mr. Cher. Anthony! He barks like an attack dog. And actually, he looks like one, too with that stupid bald head and white beard and those two white teeth, like he sits at home in a secret evil basement and polishes them before he heads out for his second job as a child-abducting vampire. Office! Let's go! No! Now! What? I didn't do anything! I say. 
And it's so annoying because if it was any other teacher, especially a young one like Mr. Travis or Ms. Rosaz, it would be no big deal. They are both kind of scared of us eighth graders, especially kids like me and Keenan who look older. I am 14, and Keenan will be too in January, and it's like, come on! Most 14-year-olds are in high school already. A little friendly shoving between two friends shouldn't matter. I don't want to hear it, says Cher, motioning for me to follow him. Come on. This is so unfair, I say. But I fall in line behind him as he struts toward the office, because no matter what happens, I cannot get in big trouble these next two weeks.